Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street But leads him to Corpus Bay Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Man, let's do this. Good morning, everybody. It's Saturday, Sunday morning, 7 o'clock. Time to rise and shine. Burning daylight. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, and you can tell it today. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. My name is TJ Graney. Cody Ryan is... At the bar, Cody at the Ryan farm. Live from the farmhouse this week. Hey, where's the double camera view? I only got one camera right now, but it's okay. Uh, and beefsteaks in the house. Oh yeah. And uh, Rotorash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure everything gets set up, and uh, live from the, the farmhouse with pants on and everything. Well. You know, we can't tell how no, that works out. I know. I'm only, I'm, I'm via Zoom from the waist up, but I literally put pants on just for you guys. I'm telling you. In the if, Princess Studios. I, the princess <laughs> Studios. I'm thinking if this works out, uh, you know, next week there are going to be some bubbles. I can see myself. Man, I can sit in the hot tub and I can do the show. Oh, See no, what no, you no, started. No, no. See, this our... is a one-time. Nothing but uh, bubbles. Well, so here's what's going on, folks. We, uh, it, it to, to, of course, if you're anywhere in the central Texas area, as we are at this moment, while wait, we wait, 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 before you go any further, I just watched Sam eat a. a breakfast burrito did y'all bring no 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 yeah we no no the, the day we just leave. figured out we just figured out what he's doing in there in, in, out in the back of the bunkhouse when we're not paying attention now we're seeing all the inside stuff now there's a the security cameras are now installed <laughs> we he, can see he's got a big old now, Does he look shorter than I think normal? He's Did got, someone hey, he's, saw off his chair? He's waiting to bring right? us. He's waiting to bring us ours because he wanted to make a big deal out of it and surprise us. So let's just don't talk about it now, and we'll just let it be a surprise. So anyway, uh, I found out y'all brought breakfast burritos when I'm not there. So 
No, we bought you, brought you a... Uh, I was going to bring some cupcakes from... Uh, Miss Cupcake made some yesterday. I saw you, TJ, taking one, and you were... I took the first you one. You were eating it like a like an ice cream cone. You were licking it around the air all uh, up and... Licking the icing right off the top. So... It is uh, seven uh, 7.04 a.m. on a cold Sunday morning. If you're just tuning into this or if you just clicked on this podcast, it's, uh, it's the 1st of December in Central Texas. And last night, all the... 10th of December, that's right, that's January. Right. It's 2021, and it's Not January. Not the 1st of December. TJ. It's the 10th of January. That's but, what I meant. <laughs> He's so, a little bit behind. Like a month and ten days behind. I'm just thinking about Christmas. I'm starting <laughs> to get my list to do ready. It again. I'm getting my list ready. You better be nice. <laughs> hey, he needs more deer, I guess, in the season. I, I, hey, I filled my tags last week. So the weather oh, was uh, started off as last night. We had this huge, uh, this huge thing about snow and ice and. Everything yeah. was going to be shut down, and so we started the process of, because you begin each day way out in the country on the farm, and to get here to the bunkhouse, it's quite the quite the uh, investment, and we didn't want to take the chance that we, if something went down, that we couldn't, you know, make this happen, and so you pulled in some of your... Uh, wires your telegraph wires off the pole and twisted them together and got some things going so you are actually lie let's not lie i've got out here you look pretty cushy man (laughs) i've got got fiber fiber baby twisted fiber together fiber in most neighborhoods you can't get fiber at my fiber at my house in austin i know most major cities don't even have fiber and they they got fiber out here, baby. $60 it cost me to run 870 feet of fiber to my house. And I'm telling you this because it's you're trying United he's trying States to tell us something subsidized. I just thought it was <laughs> crazy. Thank you. Why is it uh run by solar power or something? What, what what's Thank going you, on? Taxpayers. Do you- I don't know how it, I don't I don't. I don't ask questions. I wrote no, a $60 it's sixty dollar check, and they ran. There was fourteen guys at my farm for two days running a line for sixty dollars. They must work. Really is he opening another one of those burritos back there? I think so, man. He, it looks like he is. I think there's three or four stashed back there. There was enough <clears> for <throat> all of us. So it's like a parable here, you know. He's there's gonna, not enough for all of us when Sam's involved with the. Food Damn right. Portion. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, deer him. season is rolling down. There's some counties that are, uh, I, it, unless you're MLD and you got tags left, there's uh, doe spike season for anybody in some areas, and it's doe spike for kids as well. Yep. But uh, I was in the uh, extended season for anybody <laughs> in Lano County this week. And uh, we put the herd on on a whole bunch of deer at the farm in Marble Falls, at the ranch in Marble Falls. And then we loaded up, came back to Austin, got a fresh pair of socks, and drove out to Bryan College Station where we put the herd on some hogs. 
and uh, killed some monster, monster at, hogs. At Mobley's place? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so it's been a busy, busy week. And then I had a mm-hmm. half a bag of corn left, and I dumped it out in my front yard. Because I just, you know, every once in a while, deer wander by or whatever. My yard was full of deer yesterday eating that corn. Huh. So I was thinking, I wonder what Travis County is. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, extended season. <laughs> well, yeah, doe or unbranched, you know, spike, mm-hmm. right? You we know, killed, so. Man, we put the hurt on them. Dude, we killed a bunch of them. There are so many of them out there in Lano County. I mean, it is ridiculous. Well, I, you'll be glad to know that I filled my tags last week. I you went did out. all five of them? No, I filled the rest of them. I had two already, but I, I put three. I, I got my finished up, my five. Yeah. I got three. I went out on after the all show. All legal and everything? It was all legal, perfectly oh, legal. I haven't seen any pictures of any bucks from you this year. I uh, didn't take any, man. This is our, our biology. Well, two years. Two year deers had to have. Our biologist came out and said for every um, four does we we have one buck, and they they uh, suggested that we take all does this year. But of course, the first opening weekend, uh, you know, a ten point you know walks out in front of you know Rick, Jeff Jeff and he shoots it. And then a eleven point walks out, the biggest one they've seen, front of Billy Burr, and uh, he shoots it. So I didn't. I, I made like a nine point, but we were all supposed to just wait. We we're all supposed to just pass on everything and get all does. So I followed the rules. Well, Cody. you know, it's kind of like that whole deal. Are you the landowner? Or are you on a day lease? And if you're on a day lease, you shoot it. If you're a landowner, you don't. <laughs> um, I'm a little surprised they didn't have the patience to hold off I'm on that. Those are some all. big ones. I, I saw mean, 10-point or 11-point. Pulling that trigger, baby. I'm letting her fly. Well, I did, but where I was hunting, <laughs> where I was hunting that day, it was they were uh, – You just had to pick They were waiting to sign the wanted. contract on the sale of the property, so it's like – Everything's game this year. Kill him. Kill him. Anyway, uh, that's too bad that he's selling it because you can't go out there again then, right? Unless no, did you work a little magic on that guy on the person that's going to buy it? That ranch? No, I hadn't started that process yet, but I'm working on the. uh, I, you know what? I've got friends that invite us to take boys and invite me to go places all the time i'm not saying that to brag or anything and i don't need to kill 10 deer i mean if i just got one place to go out i you know you find a little 30 acre spot over here a little 100 acre spot over there if you're poking around a little bit you can find a place to go kill a deer like blanco we're going next week i'm taking the grandkids and the uh son-in-law and we're gonna Uh, that means i gotta go with you soon like it has to be this week or next week. Come on. That'd be it. Just happened to be here. season will be over. And then... Uh, yes. I'm not looking for a deer necessarily, though. I'm looking for axes. I want. Have we seen them on the cameras out there? I, I'm going to have to go check, man. Yeah. Well, I, I'll go I'm, with you when we check. There we go. That's I like, it. I like how you incorporated yourself into that. He, have we seen... Have we... <laughs> have we seen my deer on the thy camera that you check? Mr. Grady. Thy field? <laughs> 
I like that, Cody. I like the it. The master manipulator. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was major. You were hey, a dear manipulator. The <laughs> the McBride's guns. Uh, they're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Right now, we need to support our local firearm dealer. McBride's Amen. Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. Looking for youth model or a personal carry? They have them. Go see our friends at McBride's Guns. They've been in the same place for a year, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online in McBride'sGuns.com or just go over there. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, we come back. Right. We on a, Go ahead. Hey, I was I'm just doing my job. I'm still supposed I'm still working here. Come on. Now, when we come back, we'll talk a little fishing on the flip side. Don't go anywhere. You'll catch the number one outdoor radio show right here live in the bunkhouse or 24-7-365 at the outdoorzone.com. And a girlfriend somewhere along the way. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. You're the regulators that keep us going every week. You can track us at theoutdoorzone.com on Facebook, on your favorite podcast. Share us with your friends. Um, Yep, it's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Hey, there's still time to get a fast start on 2021 from the number one sales leader in Austin, that's given you thousands in red tag discounts during the Start Something New sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Buy all new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star with thousands off MSRP and 0% APR for 60 months. Or the 2020 Jeep Gladiator, Renegade, Compass, Cherokee, all with thousands off MSRP. The ye- These year-end prices are still here for a very limited time, so there's absolutely no time to wait. Come see the Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram sales leader who will save you thousands now. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620-183. See all the savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So lots of fishing stuff going on in the world. Uh, not necessarily a lot of people fishing, I guess, unless you're starting out your tournament season and some tournaments have begun. Uh, you know, we talked about smashing 30 pounds on Sam Rayburn, and uh, I think. And uh, so there's some stuff going on. But I wanted to bring up some more topical uh, discussions that would involve – you guys ooh interactive um, i like it w- well it's just it's it's interesting to me and i've you know i listen to every podcast every anything bass fishing related specifically even uh more so you know tournament related of course obviously that's my that's my wheelhouse baby but uh a lot of fishing podcast discussing the boat industry this year uh and 
I just found it very interesting coming off of the year that we had, the 2020 year that we had, that we don't need to go back down that rabbit trail. But, I mean, boat sales were outrageous. You know, people off had... Off the shelf, yep. Everybody yeah, wanted I mean, a boat. It was as good as it's ever been, I would, I would venture out to say. Not necessarily maybe all new boats, maybe not the new boat market or something, but boats in general being, you know, used boats, news boats, a lot of people selling boats. And, um, and it was just interesting to me that the direction, uh, most people probably know that Johnny Morris owns Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, uh, most of the boat brands that he, we've seen over the years and has, you know, s- since bought Ranger Boats, which is the legendary Ranger Boats. I mean, they've been around for ever. And they had a program where guys would uh, be on their pro staff with a Ranger boat. And so you'd buy a boat at a discounted rate and you'd keep it for one to two years and you would sell it for Ranger Boats. I mean, there were a hundred different programs, I'm sure. Each guy had their own system set up. But basically, Ranger was turning boats using a pro staff across the country. There's like 2,000 guys or something like that. 1,500 guys or something. They had a huge group. Maybe it was 500. I don't I don't know the number. Don't quote me on the number. Mm. But they had this huge group of guys. So you said 15,000 guys. No, no, they're fifteen hundred. But yeah, that's common though. I mean, to, so there yeah, are other but they industries. would use them as their sales force, right? Right. Not yep. only would they promote the product, but they'd also every year to two years get this, get a new boat, and flip their old one. And so they're constantly flipping boats. You know, they get a discount, or like I said, every deal was different. Mm. Yeah, as a demo, but they're still selling boats. They're still flipping boats, right? Okay. Uh, Johnny Morris bought them a couple of years ago. Not a lot changed, you know, kind of kept it status quo. Some dealerships and stuff changed that had always been Ranger dealers and now are not able to offer Ranger stuff like that. But really, I mean, the boat hadn't changed or made any major changes. I heard of a bunch of changes in the corporate office and all that kind of stuff. That always happened. They cut their pro staff to 25 guys. And if you know anything about Ranger boats and their pro staff, some of these guys, I was just blown away. Ish Monroe, no longer. I think he went to Skeeter. Uh, I mean, these guys are like snop. I mean, Scott Martin, 26 years or something with Ranger boats. What? So you, to like you, even you think, see him. Do you think they're killing even, themselves here doing that? Just, I mean, to even see Scott Martin in a different boat than a Ranger. His family owned a Ranger dealership. I don't know what they're going to sell now or what they're selling now, but. Bayliner. Bayliner. You have like these two or three little things that you. Always. Well, back in the day, you know, when when people were we 
When people were there, Bayliners came out and everybody could buy a boat. Man, Bayliner was at $39 a month for 27 years. And everybody bought one. And now you look in the boat yards and there's dead Bayliners everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, it was a really unhealthy I thing. Do the math on that. It was a really unhealthy 10, 10, thing for, 49, because remember all those people would just show up at the launch and be boating everywhere. A lot of people buying boats that don't need to buy boats. I know I'm off your topic, but the, uh, so Cody, what's the, what are you just, uh, well, mad about no. the fact that no, Johnny Morris has changed no, no, that no, industry? No, 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 no. Listen, business is business, baby. I think it's brilliant. I I wish I had the. I don't know about backing, brilliant. I guess you you I won't know what brilliant is well, until it look, plays look, out. And I sees think where these guys I think go. Johnny Morse is not a moron. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Depends, I'm not on, who, depends that. on who you're talking to. Well, I mean, I think he's got. I mean, he's done a great dude. The guy's got money and makes money. I mean, he's Obviously, not a dummy. He's consolidated um, the world of. Uh, the world of uh, sports, uh, outdoor sports, right? Bass in a world, world bass. in a bass fishing world that's already tough to get an Adimic sponsor. Adimic being a fishing related sponsor, man, I just feel for the guys that uh, got their deals cut and now are scrambling around trying well, to figure how, out what kind of deal did Ish really get. I mean, you know, is he? He probably got two Ranger boats. He didn't For get free. a boat. I don't Ish think. Monroe, one of the top 50 anglers in the world. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in, in the prime of things, a KVD, Kevin Van Dam, would get two boats a year plus a million dollars cash. Get a well, check written for a million dollars from Nitro Boats. Maybe and that's two why, boats, uh, two free boats. That's maybe why I'm they're not you. doing it anymore. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm telling you, I know these deals, and and of course that wasn't the deal for very many people. That's Kevin Van Dam, the number one angler for a long time. But I'm just saying that, I mean, some of these guys really, really got in a bind with their boat deal. I mean, they had some sweet deals. Sure. Yeah, I, you're right. They did. Maybe that's why they're backed out of them now. He probably looked at them and went, "What are we doing? Why?" Does this does it really make sense? That's what I'm thinking. He didn't care as much. He didn't think the name. It's been working. Matters. It's well, been a profitable business. <clears throat> but now you look at now you kind of got an excuse though after 2020, right? Even though the the boating market was pretty good in 2020, despite a lot of other markets, now you kind of got an excuse like, "Oh, it's 2020." We. We need to scale things back a little well, bit. Well, I, and I, I, you know, I wonder if he's looking at last year's numbers where people were buying boats and it wasn't because Ish Monroe was selling it for them, you Probably know. I mean, how many people. of these guys are are really getting an opera? They couldn't do their boat shows. There's a whole lot of stuff that weren't wasn't they weren't able to do where they traditionally are the the spokesperson, the the face of the boat. Um, you know, and I I read something about. Um, major league fishing and their numbers and how many people watched them and stuff. And, you know, as much well, as I don't like that model, as much as I don't like it, it, it has some strength in the way it's working. Who, who, well, what, and, it, what, and I think 
what boat dealers are what what boat manufacturers spending money with them that's just well, the, the big online it, play well and i think that's a big change in the industry as a whole and that was kind of my you know one of my next one of my other topics that i was thinking of was the boat the not only the boating industry but the fishing industry in general is is changing it's making a shift you do not have to fish major league tournaments to be a quote unquote fishing bass fishing professional you got to have a following whether that's instagram youtube oh yeah who's the young guy who's the young guy that that uh we he we had him come out to the to one of our summer camps where we had a bunch of boys and they were all like oh my gosh it's you know bass dude you know from instagram i'm like oh really you know who he is? It's like, oh my gosh, yes! I watch every video he does. And Cody, yeah. you you heard about the two guys that were going to aluminum, the two pros that were going to aluminum boats, right? Major, major pros. Uh, Jason Christie, mm-hmm. for one, I know is going to an aluminum boat that just blows my mind. Yeah, they got the trackers and, uh, out there. Well, uh, it doesn't it's Bass Pro owns man. Bass Pro owns the alum, aluminum boat. Unless it's Lung or Lund or no whatever. no 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 no, there's some new ones out there. There's some new ones out there. You're you're I'm fifteen thinking, years behind this conversation. No. You want to get in depth about it? We can go no, there. No, I do well, not want to have the segment. bass nerd yeah we, argument with you because I know I'll lose. But you will I? You know I I and have my ways. Some I, people may drop. I, off. I always fall back to my. Uh, my uh bayliner my bayliner bay <laughs> with my uh top water uh torpedoes and pop bars and, and then so go to commercial just, and it's great yeah. archery country the staff and owners in archery country are not part-time shooters or avid bow hunters and 3d shooters that hunt and compete if you're looking for something for your kids consider archery for all the gear targets arrows and accessories you need on site and available for professional installation every day. Uh, Austin Archery Country. Austin Archery Country is 8121 Research Boulevard. Just go to austinarcherycountry.com. austinarcherycountry.com. News of the weird gay morning field notes. All that more coming up. It is the number one outdoor radio show in the world. Coming to you live from the bunkhouse. And today, live the from farm. the farm. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue. All right. Ain't got much, but I got me a boat. Um, Hey, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio. You are the regulators that tune in every week. Share us on the podcast, your favorite podcast platform. Just look up the Outdoor Zone. Love to hear from you. Our Facebook is also hot and up and running. Put some stuff on there that we don't put or get to on the show a lot of times. You can... Go there and actually see videos and photos and 
thing. So um, love to have and you. Thank you. And we're brought to you by Sun Automotive. At some point, everyone needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. But Beefsteak gets here every week thanks to our friends at Sun Auto Service. They're family-owned and operated repair and maintenance company since 1978. You know they hire those ASE-certified technicians so they can maintain properly all of your dealer maintenance needs, repairs. They can do it all at Sun Auto. SunAutoService.com, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and their newest location in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Go see our friends. Check out all their deals and specials, SunAutoService.com. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Now it's time for the News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, I I often wondered about things like this. A Nova Scotia man who went on a hunt for some lost kite surfing equipment made an unexpected discovery. A message in a bottle accompanied by a diamond ring. Sebastian Allen said he was using some borrowed equipment when he he went kite surfing in Nova Scotia's Sheszek Bay, and a strong gust of wind came along to ruin the experience. And And there's a strong gust that came along and just flicked the kite over into the water, and the wind was offshore, so it drove the kite out to sea. He told the TV station, Allen said he researched tides and winds and determined the kite may have ended up on one of the several small islands nearby. He said he found the lost kite after four hours of swimming and searching. What? While on his way back to shore, he found a bottle floating in the water. He uncorked the bottle once he arrived home and found it discovered found it discovered a three-page note and a small diamond ring. It was just crazy. I found the bottle and there was a diamond ring inside. And the funniest thing of all is that I just proposed to my fiance the week before. The note was authored by a man in his 70s who revealed he had been launching messages and bottles for 30 years. The man wrote that he enclosed a ring that had it belonged to his mother who died in 2018. Elaine Allen and his partner paid a visit to the man's home to bring him gifts and talk about his bottled message. We brought him a little box of chocolates and stuff. <laughs> so he here, said. I got a ring and you I got a chocolate. diamond ring. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought that was really. <laughs> the man told him a few yeah. of his bottles have been found over the years, including one that was discovered by a teacher and led to his receiving multiple Christmas cards from students. Trina Davis Williams of Hamilton Parish, Bermuda, recently discovered a message in a bottle while walking on a local beach with her kids, daughter Kaya 7 and Kaza 4. The message turned out to be from Orlando A. Thompson, an engineer who launched the bottle during his voyage on the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration boat Albatross. Man, all I can think of is that this could be a hot tub game right here. 
Just launch in Get a bottle. Get off of that deal. I All I can think about is that. Come on over, Cody, and you can find why are a bottle. These guys not get, why are these guys not getting uh, <clears throat> littering tickets? Oh, man. All that whole littering and the water thing went out the window when the homeless moved over here on the creek. It, <laughs> you know, the whole. Uh, Barton Springs, keep Barton Springs pure, and all those, all those years, those people were smoking There's dope and trying to keep taking a dump and spring. It. Yeah, um, now up, up, all upstream, none of that matters. Um, can I, but I've also, I've also often thought about doing it. You doing some try, kind of note in a bottle, just do it like at Lake Travis or Lake LBJ or something. Just I was thinking about some putting some of my dog's ashes or something in a box and in a Ziploc bag and just throwing it in town lake. It's not funny. That brings me back to one of my finest stories, much like your uh, Bayliner story. I okay. probably told it 17 times over the 15 years we've a done A bag this of show. kittens? No. Okay. I'm driving down Lake Austin in my boat. and Luckily, he was in I, his boat because it's always much more difficult in your car. Or you could swim around like that other guy. Uh, or oh, you yeah. could use your Bayliner. You were in a Bayliner going down. So Cody was traveling down Lake Austin in his Bayliner. Bay yes. Oh, y'all are so much more hard to deal with when I can't punch you <laughs> in the arm. Don't hit uh, me again. <laughs> I know. Y'all are acting all big and tough on the computer, you big oh. keyboard warriors. Wait till we get in person. Okay, finish uh, your story, man. Come on. I'm going to tell yeah. a hot tub story if you don't get to uh, yours. <laughs> you acting tough when I'm not there. I get it, Beef. Uh, so I'm driving down the lake, and I see this random box floating in the lake. And I I thought, what was that? It was. I mean, it was, wasn't that big. It was the size of a cigar box. It may have been a cigar box. I spin the boat around. It's floating there. I pick it up, open it. There's a little baggie, and I'm like, that's weird. What is in this little baggie? Probably some type of drugs, but there's a note in it. Yeah. But there's a note in it, and I start reading the note, and it's like the best fluffy we ever had, and, and, you know, talks about their cat and what a wonderful cat it was. And I'm like... Oh, so I put it all back in the box and slowly drop it back over the side of the boat and boing, <laughs> drive off. Run with the prop. Canadian police officer investigates a witness's report of a severed foot at the side of the road made a considerably less arming discovery. He just a discarded mannequin foot. The Delta Police Department in British Columbia said an officer on foot and lander was stopped by a passing driver. Uh, The driver appeared quite distraught and stated that there is a severed foot roadside by the pump house. I guess he'd say, um, there's a severed severed. foot by the (laughs) pump house. What's the severed foot doing on it? He's got got a... A walk is a severed walking platform <laughs> next to the next to the car park. <laughs> and the post said the officer went to the location wow. and discovered the object was luckily not a human body part, but rather the foot of a mannequin. If you happen upon a mannequin with a missing foot, let them know it can be found at the Delta Police Department. You know, I'm, you know, now that gives me an idea. 
in the green belt, maybe we should uh, throw a couple little things out there like that. You know, like, like mannequin foot. You know, well, we got a friend that does that kind of you know gruesome artist stuff, right? For mannequins, and you just and have it movies. sticking halfway out of the dirt. Yeah, like a hand, just a hand. You know, the wrist. You know, from the wrist up and just a crumpled you hand. You think that'll going, clear out the green belt? It might. You never know. They might get a I'm call. pretty sure that will draw in helicopters and <laughs> like a body. You're gonna that whole thing. They're gonna they're gonna vote to like clear the land. Then they're so gonna go no buffer. Oh no! And then they're gonna go and they're gonna research where the plastic came from, and they'll find yes. a receipt, and then they'll look at the cameras and they'll see that. Your our buddy Darren was there buying the plastic, <laughs> and it you know there's no getting away with anything anymore. Hey, and the and the drop zone disappeared after I took the uh, after I took the drugs away. So, so the drop Blaine. oh the the yeah, drop so, zone over by yeah, your house. Yeah, I was sitting in my hot tub, Cody, last week. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I had to say that again. And it was early Sunday morning, and uh, you know all that was above the water was my head. And, uh, and suddenly I saw a kid come running out, um, into the green belt and drop something under a tree and, uh, put a rock on it. I thought he was stretching and I thought it was somebody that was going to go jogging and, you know, doing stretches under the tree, but then it looked like someone left something there. So I went and investigated and inside of a Swisher sweet, uh, what was it? Watermelon scented. Swisher sweet bag were two little brown, long, funny looking cigarettes. That was pot, that were buddy. Cody knew what so it was beef, right away. So beefsteak was found hours later <laughs> in the hot tub with donut wrappers all around. <laughs> and it smelled like watermelon. <laughs> and so, a smile on his face. So I, what I did is I took him out, put him in a plastic bag, and left the baggie there, you know, like the drop zone. Should put a note. Because I wanted to see, yeah. Come see me in my hot tub and oh no. <laughs> oh no, that's getting weird, bro. No. You gotta quit saying that. That gets creepy. Now you're the creepy guy in the neighborhood. On the on the platform <laughs> overlooking the the green belt in hey, the hot tub. Just leave the gate open in the back. Hey, and, I, I want, we need to take a second real quick. We need to take a second real quick. Hey, how what do we have like two minutes or something like that? Um okay. Road rash, come in here for a second. Come in here, leave. Yeah, leave. We, you know what I found under the tree? We're going to give you a little present here. No, come here. Come here <laughs> for a second. It's in a little bag. Bring so, your breakfast burritos. Road Rash, and, uh, Road Rash has been working so hard. He works two jobs. He works all night long. He does all this stuff. And Beefsteak, too, is a good soldier, comes in, and these guys don't get paid the big bucks that Cody gets paid. Um, so we, we have our favorite dinner spot shore raw bar and grill and we want to give you guys another chance to take the ladies too? out oh man uh, you guys are highly appreciated fist bump, fist and bump, corona fist bump wow you know i, I think there's veggies uh, uh, options there for your <laughs> little vegan girlfriend um your beautiful vegan girlfriend and beef you guys work so hard for us and we just want to make sure that um you know you have an opportunity to break away and go do something nice Oh, thank you. Thank and you, so, Cody. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill, you. Austin's hottest new restaurant. Amazing friends at Shore serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. All their fish and lobster are fro- uh, and uh, 
and oysters are flown in fresh every week, and then uh, they handpick what they serve there. They've got live music. They've got a killer patio on the warmer days, and uh, their desserts, breads are all fresh made. Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider want you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wino Kill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com for details. And thank you. be watching for the incredible beefsteak and road rash showing up there. You never know when them old boys are going to be there, but Maybe we'll if go you're there together. and they're there, you'll know they're there. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know uh, it. Coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes, and then uh, we'll wrap up the first hour leading to a whole nother hour of the Outdoor Zone. You get it only one place right here, 24-7, 365. You listen to us live or catch us on all the podcast outlets at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Michael Wydell. He's a good old boy, ain't he? Michael Wydell. Southern boy. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Year-end savings are still on at Nile Maxwell GMC. So get a fast start to 2021 because better than employee pricing has been extended. We're offering the best savings on every remaining 2020s in stock. With aggressively low prices, don't miss your chance to save. Go visit Tom Gammon and his team of professional-grade experts who will take first-class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Go see our friends, Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock. Online, NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. You cannot get a better deal. We are professional-grade. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. The Shelby County Game Warden followed up on an ongoing investigation of a local individual who had hunted without a valid hunting license when he shot a buck in 2019. The subject confessed to not buying the license to save money for college. (laughs) That didn't work out, case pending. That's not a very good excuse, is it? Mama's got your back. Two Harris County Game Wardens followed up on a local poaching complaint and discovered a suspect who had harvested a white-tailed doe and done so without landowner consent. The suspect confessed to poaching and, when asked to collect the deer meat, was surprised to find his mom had hidden the illegal deer meat under the couch while the wardens visited with him outside the home. 
Well, multiple charges are re- and restitution are pending there, too. Man, I thought hair was hard to get out. Imagine under a couch with shag carpet. Oh, man. Uh, just yeah. imagine your yeah, well, look, being under the couch. Them that single just grosses wides, me out. Them single wides are designed for, for storage, storage underneath like there. Yeah. Okay. I just think Come that on. anything in or around it, you know, one of the grossest. Okay. I'll say it. The grossest piece of furniture in anybody's home is the couch. Pull up your cushion on your couch. It just grosses me out. I can't even think about it. I'm not getting a couch. We have literally do not have a couch. You're just going to have rugs on the floor? Yes. We're doing that. Like, take off your shoes when you come in, sit Indian style, and that's how we're going to know it's gross. I can see how clean um, that is. My my sister do not bring my sister meat into our house that um, love to use the beanbag chair as a litter box or would pee in it. And so who? people my sister had one. Your sister up. did that? She had a beanbag chair that was yellow and uh and the cat would pee and make a dump in it. You go in there. If you want to talk about you a see surprise. Where, you took where did this? this come from? Do you see where you took You're talking this, about Cody? a couch and no couch. You're talking about not having a couch. I'm talking and, about hiding. This lady hid deer meat I know, but the, under her couch, and I'm just telling you that's a terrible wide. place. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking making. You, you got to have something. I'm not to bringing sit on. my sister into this and talking about my sister Cody. and how she used to pee on the couch. No, I mean Cody chair. You I mean said, in a room. You said bag. What's the alternative bean to not having a couch? You got to have something to sit so, on. And a beanbag was the one first thing that I thought of. Hey. In your house. You remember last year I was bit. talking how badly I wanted to do the 2021 Lionfish Festival. And I wanted to get in. I want to go do lion fishing, which is basically an invasive species and real beautiful fish, beautiful fish, but invasive species. And in Florida off the coast, you can go down there. It's a whole snorkel down. You don't catch them on hook and line. It's a snorkel down and you stab them or you uh, net them, mm-hmm. uh, spear them or net them. Aren't they do a fundraiser? And they're doing May 15 and 16 in Destin, Florida, Lionfish Festival. That's the kickoff of the Lionfish Tournament for 2021. That's a good idea. Raise I'm money going, with it. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be there twice in the next month in Florida for Kids Outdoor Zone, and I've got to figure out how to go back on the 15th and 16th because I want. Have you ever been to Destin before? To go lionfish snorkeling for lionfish. It's a beautiful. Look, he's got place. a thermos with hot chocolate. Hey, hey, Destin is a beautiful. They call it the uh, Hamptons of the South. Yeah, no, I'm going to Panama to go, City Beach. I'm right there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm right there. Oh, my goodness. And 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 you don't miss. Don't miss going to the Armaments Museum there in Destin. No, I'm going to the Lionfish Festival. I know, but you've got to hit the Armaments Museum. It's got bombs from all ages in there. You can. It's a, whole, it's a whole day. Bombs and armaments. Yes, for the military, uh, you know, with the... Uh, big uh I'll air tell you, space it's there. like that it's like driving t- it's like driving to uh oklahoma and seeing that ammunition sent ammunition red rock uh, uh armory yeah this way or whatever i'm like i don't think we should tell the world where we make our bullets <laughs> our bombs hey uh 
it, I've been out all this week looking at land. You guys know we love dirt on this show. We love land. We love farms. We love everything about them. We love exploring them, looking at them, talking about them, coming up with ideas. One thing we know for sure is that the only way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation is to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. You can find all that at farmranchstore.com. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, hog traps, they're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Go see our buddies over at farmranchstore.com. You don't own dirt without shopping at farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, coming up next, a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor show in radio, including your uh, favorite, some of your favorite, Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. You get it one place, stick around. It is the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. Dot com.